When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, man. What a terrible train wreck that game was. That's the sound of the horn. Welcome to an all-new Clipcast. I'm your host, Chris Cowild, still injured, probably coming back around All-Star break. And with me... Oh, man, this is probably my favorite episode every time you're on. It's Joe Prano, Danilo Gallinari's padre, all the way from the Dirty Sports Clipcast. Excuse me, the Dirty Sports Podcast. This is the Dirty Clipcast. So happy to have you aboard, Joe Prano. I'm so excited to be here. The Dirty Clip, the Clippy the clippy Dip. The Clippy Dip Dirt Ball. So, what a what a a turd! What a turd by, by the Clips tonight. That's three in a row we've lost, and which in, is the most I think we've lost in a row under Ty Lue, and not spanning two seasons. Not good losses. Nah. Pelicans, Blech. Kings, Blech. Killer Whales. You're losing <laughs> to everybody. Well, we did lose to the NBA's best Warriors, and then the Pelicans came and beat us for the second time on the second night of a back-to-back. They beat us. For the second time, uh, on the second night of a back-to-back in New Orleans, they beat us on the second night of a back-to-back in L.A. And then the Kings are on night two of a back-to-back. They play who we're here to really talk about. They play the dreaded L word, who they beat in triple overtime on Black Friday. Always great to see the Kings win at Staples Center, <laughs> especially on when they're playing basketball versus the L word. <clears throat> Excuse me. But we have. On Friday night, Battle LA, round one. We play them four times. They have put it all towards the back half of the season. We have the first quarter of the season's in the books. So here we are in the second half of the first half of the season, if that makes sense. The second quarter of the season. And our first grudge match versus, I mean, who do you, who would you say are the Clippers' rivals? Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Easily. Absolutely. L-word. And anyone who says, like, oh, the Dallas Mavericks because you played them in the playoffs twice in a row, disagree. Yeah. No, I mean, the the Clippers with their uh, rivalries get birthed in the in playoffs. Sure. And, and, and the L-word and the Clips have never faced each right. other. But two, two series with a Dallas Mavericks team does not a rivalry, rivalry make. make. Yes, you're, you're talking yeah. about... Sharing a city, sharing a building. Yeah, the crypto. The crypto, the crypto. dot doge now, dot bitcoin do you arena. Think, do you think this switch of the name... I know you're very much looking forward to the switching of the entire building. Yes, getting sir. out of the L word's shadow. Blech. Uh, I hate downtown. But what day. about just getting out of the staples, getting into the crypt? I think I, the crypt could be a good change of pace for this Clips team. And I think it happens on Christmas. I think the official first game of the crypt is on Christmas when the L word face who gives a crap. I kind of like that across the street is LA Live. And then when you die, you go to the crypt <laughs> across the street. And at one point, we'll be over in Inglewood and the dusty old dead body teams, the creaky kings, 
and the old man L words will be playing at the crypt. So I like the name change. And hopefully, personally. Bomber goes with like a, a some sort of blood reference, so then you guys can have a blood crypts, <laughs> crypts rivalry. The crypts, we're the blood dome. Yeah, yeah, they the changed blood the blood dome and yeah. the cryptocurrency. It's no longer com it's bowl. no longer the Intuit Intuit dome. Yeah. It is the blood dome, and it's gonna be bloods versus crypts. I thought, and this is a long-running gag that all the fans seem to really enjoy, I was told years ago that Ballmer wanted a stadium. I mean, I've been talking about it for probably seven years now on the show, at least six. Two years before Arash Markazi, quote, broke the story. I talked about it for two full years. About how Ballmer hated the fact that he's only making money on tickets and merch when the Clippers play. He wants to make money every night from every facet. Hot dogs, ticket sales, beer sales. And then he wants to make all that money when the Clippers aren't playing. So he wants his own stadium. He got his own stadium. And I was told, and maybe I made this up, that they were going to name it the Balmer Sports Access Center, or Ballsack for short. This apparently is just a rumor. Now that we're adding the blood crypt rival, the bloody (laughs) Ballsack is going to be a real... Yeah, dude. Dark place to play. Yeah, what? Like, is there a, is there a corporate is there a corporate anything? Like, is there like bloody red grapefruit yeah. juice or something? Like, I don't think blood orange Lacroix. <laughs> the blood orange Lacroix Center. <laughs> the blood orange Lacroix Dome. Yeah. Oh, and a crazy change of events. Intuit has pulled out, and blood orange Lacroix has stepped in. <laughs> the blood crip rivalry. Back very to back. Real. Very real. Yeah. So Friday night. I mean, look, I obviously, you know who I think is going to win. Paul George got rest. He's been carrying this team on his shoulders. I made a bold prediction that he could he could possibly, I didn't say possibly, I said he's going to get the scoring title this year. Now, he was in the top three at one point. He was number one at one point. Now I think he slipped down to like number seven, but he's definitely in the top ten yeah. in scoring. Everybody thinks Steph Curry is going to get the MVP and that it's already like a lock, but anything can happen. Steph Curry can be a bit of a glass Joe. So I think Paul George is still going to be right there for that scoring title, and he's going to ha- need to score a lot of points to beat those old, creaky boned first ballot Hall of Famers in Russell West Broke. And I mean, the Lakers, the, you know, the. the... The difference between the Lakers and the the Clippers. Yes. The Lakers have all the name. Sure, cachet. Yeah, they've got you know the the other L, the other great L word, far greater than the 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 dreaded L word, the great LeBron. Sure, uh, you love LeBron. I love LeBron. We all know that. I, I, mean, I believe the teams now have the exact same record. Yeah. I believe the teams are now exactly tied. And I believe the winner of the game on Friday night will be alone in whatever top six seeding that they will be. So it matters. Yeah. But this Clippers team, even without Kawhi. Paul George tonight, right. even without Kawhi, I mean, tonight they looked very bad. Very bad. Um, and and credit where credit's due. The Kings came out with energy and looked very good. Like, they played well. You loved Halliburton. I did. I, I, liked, how, I liked Halliburton and I liked... I believe it's Matthew, but we we like the Pretty Me sure Too it's movement. Me Too, we, support, the Me Too we support movement. the gals of the Me Too movement. Uh, a good young team. I mean, the, in the NBA, the talent level from the top to the bottom is just so strong. Oh yeah, that on any given night, you know, you hear any given Sunday in football, but in the NBA, even more so. Even more so, like the 
the best team to the worst team, talent-wise, isn't that different. I mean, at the sports arena, the L.A. Clippers, the lowly L.A. Clippers, beat Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls. Yes. You know, like, I, yeah. there was an old-time fan talking about it at the last game. So, literally, like you just said, any given night, anything can happen. But a, but a, 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 a no-Paul George game, uh, a slow start, the Kings coming out with energy. I mean, Halliburton was spreading the ball around. That's what I liked. He was, he was getting a ton of assists early in the game, and... They looked good. Right. And on any given night, you know, if one team comes out and plays sloppy, is missing one of their best players, and a shitty team comes out and... Uh, the Clippers are missing their two best players. Yeah, yeah. And even a bad team, great talent, comes out and, and comes with some energy. This is the kind of blowout start you get. I mean, it got close toward the end a little bit. Kind of fun. But um, but the this Lakers team, tons of talent. No chemistry. Aging talent. No chemistry. Uh, not a lot of chemistry. No, no, no. And a huge drop-off. I would say that the La- like a, a team like the Kings, top to bottom, have more talent than the Lakers do. Lakers, top to bottom. Lakers, ta- all the talent at the top. No talent at the bottom. Zip. Let go of tons of guys. Young guys. Who, yeah. And, and just... Um, I understand them getting rid of the entire... I honestly don't, but I get sort of in retrospect why every young guy that LeBron came here and hated playing with every single one of those young guys. Yeah. And they were DNP. They did not make the postseason. And LeBron basically was like, trade everyone, get rid of everyone, please, and get me Anthony Davis. Right. And and, and they did. And trading those those young pieces with talent uh, to, to get in Anthony Davis obviously got them that championship. The bubble chip. Also, the four months off helped. Yeah. But this, you know, like this offseason, I mean, Alex Caruso is precisely the guy the Lakers are missing. Oh, yeah. And he's gone. They let him go for for nothing. For nothing. For no reason. For nothing. Why doesn't a team like that go into the luxury tax? I don't understand it. Yeah. So that is the issue with the Lakers. And and I said about the, the Westbrook move, I hated it from a trying to win a championship. No, that was that was all just LA bring the hometown guy home. I mean he's been a bust everywhere he's been the past four yeah. seasons. Well I think the the good part of that strategy or or uh, at least the the That's part just of that put strategy meets in seats, yeah. I think. But I think this part of that strategy and I don't know if it was what LeBron who's, you know, essentially the GM was thinking is hey, last couple of years. So I just saw that is first I mean, how long has LeBron been in the league? Almost? 19 Nine, seasons. Yeah. First 15 seasons, he missed 71 games. Last four seasons, he's missed 71 games. Oh, I like that stat. Old man river. I mean, there, you have age and you have mileage. Oh, yeah. The NBA is all about mileage, and LeBron James played in 10 straight finals the, or whatever. The L word have yeah. won seven games in regulation. Yeah. Okay? Four of their 11, I think they have W's. Were OTWs, and then the Sucktown Queens, aka Sacramento Kings, beat them in triple overtime in a thriller on Black Friday. What's funny is, I haven't really seen the L word play because I refuse to get Charter Time right. Spectrum Warner cable. I haven't. I don't get to watch. If them you've play cut either. the cord, yeah. like any person with common sense, if you've cut the cord, you don't get to see them play. So I had to leave town. To see L Word games, yep. so I, and I knew they were coming up on Friday, so I scouted them, if you will, and watched and loved as the Kings beat the L Word on Black Friday in triple overtime. 
LeBron with the chance to win the game. Brick. Send him to OT. LeBron with a chance to win the game. Brick. Send him to double OT. LeBron to the free throw line. If he makes both of them, the game's in the bag. Brick's the first three free throw. Send him to triple overtime where they lose. They, all of this mileage, my point is, they've had five OT games already. Yep. So they're not winning games in four quarters. And I think, like I said, the strategy with the Westbrook move is... I almost took your beer. <laughs> they, you bring a guy in like that, maybe he doesn't get you over the hump, but what he does, he has the kind of talent where he wins random Wednesday games in December against the Kings. But so far, he's not doing that. No, he's not doing that. He's not doing that. If LeBron's out or if Anthony Davis is out, you, you at this point can't count on Russell Westbrook to carry a otherwise bad basketball team to a win even why, against... Why do they not get DeMar DeRozan? Like, what is wrong with them? They're morons. And, you know, a, a Buddy Heald was the other talk who uh, played... Actually, it was like just about the only king to play poorly yeah. tonight. But... He did uh, He did better in the second half. He but a, a, a shooter... Half. Surrounding LeBron with shooters, always smarter than surrounding LeBron with ball-dominant guys. Uh-oh, uh I misspoke. I misspoke, Joe. Right now, as it stands, at this exact moment, the dreaded L-word actually are 12 and 11. Ooh. Over and you guys 500. Are, and you guys are now 11. 11 and 11 off of this three-game skid. We did not really do what we needed to do with all of that home cooking. I want to say we had 13, maybe 14 out of 16 games at Staples Center, including Friday night's away game, upcoming at Staples, Battle LA, round one. And we just, now we're just kind of squeaking by at two games over 500 at home, two games under 500 on the road. I know it's early. I know it's only the second quarter of the season. But you have to be in the top six if Kawhi entertains the thought. And we know Kawhi is at a snail's pace when it comes to anything with his body putting himself in danger. He did not come back after that injury game four, round two in the postseason, even though he was questionable every single night. Right. There was no question in Kawhi's brain, I'm not coming back. Now, I like the fact that Kawhi and Paul George are here for the long term. We've got him guaranteed for four more seasons to get us to the blood orange LaCroix Dome in Inglewood, which I can't wait for that. So we've got him to get us there. But Kawhi's not in a rush to get back. And if this team is not in the top six, uh, he's he's definitely not in a rush to get back. Everything I'm hearing is that his recovery is going great. It's going ahead of schedule. But in Kawhi world, what does that mean? Right. Because we've had, we've had moments in Kawhi's career where seemingly everything was fine and he still wasn't playing. Still was not playing. Um, so... Yeah, you, you guys absolutely, you don't want to be, I, I, and I don't think any team really in the NBA at this point wants anything to do with a play-in game. No. Um, you, got, you have to be in that top six. Essentially, you're not, you're not a playoff team unless you are. Uh, but Kawhi, you know, I always say Christmas Day is the unofficial start of basketball. Unofficial season. start, according to the Dirty Podcast, Dirty Sports Podcast, which I've been on many times for your NBA, do you even call it the NBA preview? Yeah, we call it the NBA kickoff. <laughs> kickoff, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The NBA kickoff. NBA tip-off show. And it literally happens on Christmas. It happens and, on and, for and you. That, and that's and that's uh, a partially... That's why Crypto.com Arena is being right. unleashed on Christmas. That's partially a dirty sports thing because we have, because we have such a football oh, yeah. uh, crazed fan base that 
the NFL is is going, you know, full speed from into the playoffs. Uh, into the playoffs. Yeah. So then, and so then we get this the unofficial start of basketball season and the start of the NFL playoffs. But also, you know, it is the marquee day in the NBA. Uh, uh, you know, Christmas Day games, and you you sort of it's. I almost always consider this part of the year spring training <laughs> for like the NBA. for the NBA. Now, obviously, oh, it's, definitely, it's definitely crazy yeah. early. You, you but can, you need pennies in the piggy bank, as Brian Seaman likes to yeah, say. Yeah, you can you can have a great record going into unofficial start. You can have a terrible record going into unofficial start. But so many things can turn around from here, and I, and that's the day where the where the world turns its eyes on the NBA. So I was on your NBA tip off Dirty Sports podcast show on Christmas, not last Christmas because stupid COVID, but two Christmases ago, I was on that. And I literally, on your show, on Christmas, predicted Warriors-Raptors finals. Yes, you did. Raptors win. And, and of course, the most famous Chris Wilde Christmas Dirty Sports episode appearance when I predicted before their first championship run, Killer the Warriors. <laughs> the Warriors win the championship and that was you know what was that 2015 or whatever when everybody's like the warriors and i'm like yeah oh yeah all we needed to do was get rid of mark, mark jackson, jackson and, and warriors are a championship team here we go oh you said that on your on your on your show yeah. was i on that episode you were on that it, we did it at in the Venice. uh at the the studios remember when we were still in the studio in like culver city oh yeah the, yeah, uh, yeah that was the, random yeah that was the the short-lived I I, uh i forget I could have sworn Side we show were at, network. I could have sworn we were at Andy's horrible coffin apartment <laughs> yeah. in Venice that he finally moved out of. Yeah, and into his dead parents' basement. Oh my god. He doesn't he doesn't really live in the basement. He mostly does, yeah. He has the whole house to himself, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, Andy is a strange, strange bird. And apparently he doesn't like me on the dirty sports podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever, dude. We have, we don't we don't have anybody on the dirty sports podcast anymore. Right, because you just zoom in. We just in, zoom. Yeah. Cincinnati Whatever. and you've got a rabid, loyal fan base, one of the longest running comedy sports podcasts literally currently still on the air. And you're here on the longest running Clippers podcast ever. All right, we're looking forward to Friday night. I have Joe Prano here from the Dirty Sports Podcast, a known LeBron fanatic, a LeBron endorser, supporter. You think he's the GOAT. I do, of course. You think he is better than Michael Jordan. Yes, absolutely. And with authority, you just said absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think he has been for a I think he was before a lot of, before the, the L Word championship, I think he was, before... Uh, well, the nine before, in a row, or whatever yeah. it was, right? Didn't he get to nine? Was it eight or yeah, nine finals? Was, in a row? Uh, I believe it was nine in a row, eight or nine in a row. I don't remember now. He did but, four in Miami yep. and four in Cleveland. Right, because he lost the first one to them, then he won one, then he lost two to them. Yeah, so it was yeah. it was eight in a row because he yep. lost his first trip. Maybe he got swept or something yep. by the Spurs, or I don't know. Did, yep. did he? Oh, did he lose to Kawhi Leonard? He did. As a cat. That was the Kawhi Finals MVP year. Oh, dip. All right, so I'm just basically trying to paint a picture with my words because I want to tell you how much Joe Prano thinks LeBron James is literally the greatest player of all time. So I want to hear your take on that filthy, dirty, dead ball, made free throw. I'm going to look at the guy when I make him bleed yeah. and get thrown out of the next game, get thrown out of that game, 
get thrown out of the next game. I have a lot of thoughts on that the whole situation. Uh, starting with, uh, I whether it was dirty mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. not dirty. Oh, it was dirty. Whether it was intended or not intended. Oh, it was intended. Uh, I think that the difference between... It wasn't an elbow. This right. is like his only well, defense. Well, I, I actually think... So here's the thing. I think he actually was trying to throw an elbow. And when <laughs> and when the elbow missed, I think he was trying to throw an elbow to the upper body. Okay. And when he you can kind of see he He's leads with the him. elbow. He's looking at. Right. Him. He leads with the elbow. Dead ball. And then he kind of opens up. Yeah. Right? And that's where you start seeing him kind of look at him cuz he swung he swings the elbow open, he kind of misses. And then the hand follows through and punches the guy in the face. In the face in the an eyebrow, I yeah. believe or something. So I think I it makes him bleed. If you see more blood than blood yeah. orange LaCroix. I'm not saying LeBron did not try to, you know, inflict some physical pain on this guy. But if you see LeBron's immediate reaction, I think LeBron went, oh, man, I actually did kind of try to go with a dirty little elbow. And I missed and I punched a guy in the face. And now he immediately went with like, yo, sorry. As opposed to, like I've said, the Draymond Greens who will kick you in the nether region mm. and not and be like, that oh is Whatever. that not legal? Is that not legal? What Whatever. do you mean I'm being suspended? Is it not legal to kick a guy? Um, so then there's the 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 altercation. Oh yes, which was great. Where the guy goes right at LeBron, but then they, everybody breaks him up. Right. And then now he really wants him, and it's yeah, like, yeah. bro, if you wanted a piece of him, you had your moment. You had your moment. Like Jokic, but he saw blood. It Mark took him a Keith Morris, not Marcus Morris, not Marcus which Morris. The national yeah. sports media yeah. did not understand right. the difference. Marcus Morris, straight A student, you oh, know, straight edge, real great guy. Oh, Mark Keith, monstrous brother, and Mark champion. Yeah, you know, <laughs> NBA champion. Mar- Marcus Morris is Elijah Wood. Mark Keith, the Macaulay Culkin. You Absolutely, know? <laughs> the good son. So Marquise, <laughs> <a> a deep <laughs> good son reference. Wow, none of my listeners got that. But Marquise goes for Jokic, and Jokic immediately goes no, right back. So there was that moment there where it's like, hey, if you wanted a piece of him, take it. Don't act five minutes later like you're gonna escape into the tunnels of the stadium like a Ninja Turtle to, like, go oh, and find Ninja him. Ninja Turtle's a great movie. You should all watch Ninja Turtles. But you as a Pac-Man uh, aficionado. Uh, owner, aficionado, uh-huh. too. I, 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 when he ran out the uh, the tunnel, oh, like yeah. he was going to try to go, I was like, is he, is he going Pac-Man? He thinks he's going to come <laughs> an extra Miss Pac-Man once you get to 10,000 points, as you, as you know, if you play Miss Pac-Man as much as I do, which I do quite a bit. Isn't it odd? I mean, I guess it, I guess it makes sense. I'm going to divert the topic here. To go back to something you said about how Christmas is the unofficial NBA tip-off because NFL cooking in the playoffs, NBA cooking into the all-star break, which is not at the half, and and you're right there now in the playoffs. Isn't it funny? I've noticed national sports media, they only at this point care about NFL football and NBA basketball. Yeah. They don't and and as of new as of tonight, Major League Baseball. It has a work stoppage. So that did happen. That did happen. I I heard literally on on my morning Joe political talk show, he was saying baseball is going to strike. He said it this morning. He's like, I've got it on high authority. Baseball is going to strike. So it's official. There's a work stoppage, and and we know what happened last time. There was a strike. Yeah, they they didn't play. In case you're wondering, 
How you know you're a Clippers fan? Yes. So you know number what it's one like favorite to, team in all of sports. Clippers. You know what it's like to be the second team in town. Yes, I do. And I grew up a Nets fan with a with terrible ownership for such a long time, and then to be bought by one of the richest owners in the whole league. Oh, the this richest is, owner this in is, professional sports. This is what is being mirrored uh, by the Mets. By the Mets with uh, Steve Cohen. Who, who just brought in Scherzer. Who just brings in Scherzer. How cursed is my team? We finally get... An they, A, they, a they true... Poked, they poked eight, the second bear. Ace? Don't you have two aces yeah. now? Yeah. DeGrom is the best pitcher in baseball. Now they have Scherzer, probably the second best pitcher in baseball. Uh, we have... They poked the bear. They said, it doesn't matter. You're still not the Yankees. No free agents are ever going to come there. And Steve Cohen, much like Bomber said, he's going to take his nuts and put them on the table and say... <laughs> What if I offer you 60% more than any other team offers you? Right. I bet you're going to come there now. Oh, yeah. And suddenly Max Scherzer, who refused to pitch for the Mets, signs with the Mets. Immediately. And we immediately have a work stoppage uh, in baseball. And, and and it's not going away anytime soon because their viewership is down. Their attendance is down. Only the L.A. Dodgers are so really. Cursed. So yes, cursed, my team. Uh, that's, that sucks. I grew up. And literally, in order, uh, from New Jersey, I'm from New Jersey, as you know, you can probably smell it on me. But my favorite teams, in order, Devils, Nets, Giants, Jets, Yankees, Mets. I was the only person who liked the Giants and the Jets, but I had to because they both played in East Rutherford, New Jersey, as did the Devils and the Nets. And I lived like 20 minutes away from the Meadowlands. So I liked all four of my local sports teams. Sure. My father raised me rooting for the New Jersey Jets and the East Rutherford Giants. We didn't even say the word New York. And then every year on my birthday on August 22nd, he would say, I'm going to take you to a major league ball game. And we would literally just look at the newspaper, who's in town, Yankees or Mets? Right. And I would always go and root, root, root for the home team. And if they didn't win, it was a damn shame, Joe. So I always loved the Yankees and Mets. I moved to New York City in 86. Saw that, oh, once upon a time in Queens, great. So good. They're so good. That's when I moved into Manhattan, and New York City had Mets fever because the Yankees fans were rooting against the Red Sox. The Mets fans were rooting for the Mets. So I know all about Second Banana, which is why when I moved to L.A. in 98, it made perfect sense when Burbank Hank bought a tire and got a free Clippers ticket <laughs> and then bought a second tire and got a second free Clippers ticket and he took me to the game. We sat in the nosebleeds. We rooted for Darius Miles, Quentin Richardson, Lamar Odom, Elton Brand, Corey Maggette, the Polish rifle, the young gun running and gunning Clippers. They were so great. It was so wonderful to root for them. I had gone to L Word games the season before when they won the first of their three-peat with the lovable Shaq and literally Hated that team. Yeah. Round one, best of five. I was at game five versus Sacramento. Mm. I'm rooting for the Kings. What? Then I was at the finals where it was Elward versus Pacers. I'm rooting for the what? Pacers? I'm like, why do I hate this team? It was the next season. Burbank Hank buys some tires. We go <laughs> up in the nosebleeds. Up oh, bleeds. Blood orange. It all comes back. All Full comes circle. Back. Blood's Crips. So I loved the Clips. I love, oh, we got to call it the Clipto.com arena. Oh, my God. What are we smoking? Clipto.com How awesome is it going to be when the Blood Orange uh, LaCroix Center opens and the guys in the uh, upper deck decide they're all going to wear red and they're going to be the Nosebloods? (laughs) That's going to be great. The Nosebloods. So, I know about second fiddle. I know about second fiddle teams. 
living in the shadow of other teams. Obviously, the Nets were always in the Knicks' shadow. While I got you, are the Nets still in the Knicks' shadow? Very, just, very much so. You just saw that game the other night. Yeah. It sounded to me like there were a hell of a lot of Knicks fans at Barclays Center in Brooklyn, but Brooklyn got the win, and their fans were obviously louder because they won. Yeah. Uh, the bottom line, and, and I saw this – I wasn't sure which way it was going to go because New York, such a sports town, but also such a transplant town that Big people time. come there. And Brooklyn, especially Brooklyn oh is, gosh. you know, every person from Minnesota who's hip and had a, a vinyl collection moves to Brooklyn. So they're like, I have no allegiance whatsoever but to the Knicks. You can't afford Manhattan. Yeah. You move to Brooklyn. I, I have no allegiance to the Knicks. I'm going to come here. I'm going to begin into those local teams. The same way, you know, uh, Chris Wilde gets into the Absolutely. clips. You're going to be in that set. But last year, I saw it. The Nets are a top seed. The Nets are a contender. The Knicks fight and claw and battle to their way four. to the four seed. and An improbable the, four seed. The excitement level oh, yeah. in New York from the press, the media coverage, the fan base, from the sports radio. the first round. Yeah. And just, you know... You even saw it like this year they won a game and people going bing bong this bing bong has taken over you right. know now it's thing like the Nets could literally win it all win it all I mean I I truly believe the Nets could win the next four consecutive NBA championships and their fan base in New York would, still would be a smidgen of what next. Still will be eclipsed yes. by the Knickerbockers. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the Nets. And I didn't think that was going to be the way it was. With Jay-Z, the whole thing, the sure. rebrand, the black, Brooklyn Dodgers, everything, everything. Brooklyn Nets. We're I back. thought for sure they were going to be a hip thing. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden. And the Knicks Harden. being so bad. Right. But they turned it around. We're now looking up. Uh, well, you're here on ClipCast, and we need to talk about Blake Griffin, yeah, not being used in Brooklyn. No, fell out of the rotation in Steve Nash, formerly of Manhattan Beach's new, excuse me, not New Jersey now, Brooklyn Nets squad. Is there is there a situation where Blake Griffin gets bought out? Yeah, probably. It's I mean, I feel like the with Blake these days, you know, I hate to say that like he doesn't seem to give a shit. But uh, I'm pretty sure he's producing white men can't jump yeah, the movie. But he's he's doing he's probably you know mixing some stand up sets at uh, sure. Caroline's. This right. you know like I feel like stand up they, they could they could buy him out. But he's a good veteran presence for sure. What do they do with that money? You know who are they replacing him with? So yeah, there's a chance he get bought out. But I could just see him being like. Doing comedy on the bench and keeping people loose and right. like in the locker for, room. For other, there are other guys in that situation who would be like, "I need to go somewhere else." Whereas I feel like he's like, "Well, I'm in New York. Like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna get bought out and go be a clipper." Ba- yeah. Come on. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, would you guys welcome him back? Would of he be us with open arms? But would he? But is he getting minutes here? I mean, it depends on honestly if Kawhi comes back. Obviously, they're different positions, but Blake has gone from a commanding four to kind of a yeah. feasible three. Yeah. And so Kawhi, obviously, is a three. Uh, so maybe, you know, I don't know. I, I Obviously, look, as a Clipper fan, Blake is our 
favorite son. Sure. So the prodigal son returning would be absolutely amazing, much like... So maybe it doesn't make sense statistically. Maybe the Clipper, like, stat nerds, it'll drive them absolutely bonkers. But much like Russell Westbrook coming back home right. to L.A. will put meats in the seats, Blake Griffin returning to the Clippers would. I mean, if you saw the game yeah. tonight, and tonight wasn't that anemic of a crowd, but that was not a sellout by no. any means. Good old Wavy came down to the lower bowl from the nosebloods, as you're calling them, and I gave him a free L.A. Clipcast a clip blood cap. Red blood red clip, clip cap, cap. Clipcast cap. And I said, Wavy, stay down. Yeah. Hey, look at these four rows. Hey, Wavy. They're all empty, uh, Wavy. Uh, ch- check into the game at the four. Hey, Wavy, <laughs> we could use a little energy Jay out Jay Scrub out, Wavy yeah. in. I, I mean, okay, so you and I had a discussion in the, in the middle of the game. We come back from halftime. Our starters start the third and literally shit the bed at the hockey shitbox arena. Yep. By the way, I don't, oh, you haven't you haven't heard about this? My name for Staples Center before they changed it to Clipto.com Arena, I I said publicly I have a new name for Staples. Before I knew the renaming, BS again ahead of the curve, Chris Wild. You get tomorrow's news today on Clipcast. <laughs> I said I have a new name for Staples Center because people forget. It's the L.A. Kings Arena. Right. It's a hockey arena, and I went to the, I went to the Intuit Dome groundbreaking. I saw Steve Ballmer's TED Talk about the new stadium. I was impressed. We're gonna have the most toilets per. Is that what it is? Ticket the holder. Intuit Dome. The Intuit Dome. Are you into it? I am. It's better than crypto. It's better yeah. than crypto for sure. So he said we're gonna have the most toilets per ticket holders in all of professional sports. <laughs> so you can go, piss, back, because he wants the meats and the seats. He wants people. And it's going to be a proper basketball stadium. It's not built for hockey. Right. There will be world-class concerts, but it is first and foremost the only built-for-basketball arena in town. So I declared publicly after that groundbreaking that the new name for Staples Center is what it should be because it's not a basketball arena. It mm. is a hockey shitbox. Mm. That is the hockey shitbox built for hockey. You and I saw where the NHL goals sleep at night when yep. there's no hockey game. It's yeah. Unless you're in the lower bowl, the seats aren't good. The Even the suites aren't good. Even the premier section is really far away. And then in the nosebloods, forget about it. Forget it. Yeah. The up the upstairs at uh at the hockey ship box is horrible. It's actually it's it's fine for a hockey game. Yeah. But it's horrible for an NBA basketball game. So I can't wait. We were further away from the court than I would have liked tonight and we were really close. Yeah, we were like row three. Yeah. <laughs> we we were like to be two. You oh know? God, how good those seats. Oh, so, so good. good. So good. Oh, Shout so out to the good. Clippers oh, for sweet, taking sweet care of the sweet taking sweet clip. Taking care guys. of the dirty clip. Dirty clip. They knew it was a they knew it was a dirty <laughs> clip. Well, all right, so Friday night, let's make some bold calls right now. You obviously are a big LeBron stan. Yeah, but, but not, you a, don't, not an L-word you fan. Hate, I mean, come on, you hate that yeah. team, right? Yeah. Obviously. Before I, before I ask you your bold calls, and we'll get into them, as a Knicks fan and a New York fan, yes. you don't like the Yankees, you like the Mets. Yes. You like the Giants, not the Jets. Yes. But like you, at one point, almost – Rooted for both. Like, started a Jet fan, became a Giant fan, 
the story has been told many times on many podcasts. No one needs to hear it again. Um, but as a New Yorker, yeah, didn't you hate Boston? Yes. So did that sway you towards purple and gold at any point in your sport viewing past? I did. So the, Paul Pierce. When I was at Paul Pierce and the the the, the Garnett, all that hated that. So, but. <laughs> So you were rooting for the L's in but, that series? They did. They played each other twice, and they but, split. No, it. but hated Kobe too. Oh, it was the worst. Hated Kobe. Hated oh, Kobe. Hated Kobe. Uh, you know, rest in peace. But re- hated Kobe. Hated. I actually rest hate- in peace. But here's a spoiler: when you die, nothing happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's for another time. <laughs> but hated, hated Kobe. Loved Shaq. So the Shaq's so great. The Shaq years. I heard he would naked tackle guys. Oh, that's incredible. In the locker room. It's gonna be great. He would naked tackle. My giant penis will be all over you. <laughs> it's going to be super. He would naked tackle you. I mean, who doesn't love Shaq? <laughs> I don't think he's naked tackling Ernie Johnson <laughs> no. on a TNT set. Kenny, get over here. <laughs> Kenny's like, would you please put your clothes on, Shaq? You know I can't do that, Kenny. You know when he races him to the board? <laughs> naked tackle. Naked tackle. He's just imagining he's naked. They say when you're public speaking, just imagine everybody naked. He's like, right. don't worry. I do. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm about to get to, <laughs> about to get naked and tackle uh, Kenny. I lo- I liked the Shaq Lakers years because I loved Shaq. Right. Hated Carl Malone, Gary Payton. Yeah, hated the Loves, Kobe. Love to see the Kobe Powell Lakers years. Was actually rooting for Boston in that series. Um, you were rooting for Detroit when the Pistons played yeah. the L word. Oh, the the Detroit series is my greatest. It's my greatest gambling moment of all time. Of course, I bet. Uh, I Detroit bet six or was it? Five? I bet a couple hundred dollars when they acquired. Uh, Rashid Wallace for them to win the championship, and no. I bet another couple hundred dollars at the start of the playoffs on them to win the championship. No. I won over thirty five hundred dollars on that Detroit championship. I quit my job and I went on a cross country vacation. Oh, you earned it! All right, so, you, uh, but yeah. anyway, but going back to the original, original Question. as a young basketball fan, yeah. I did enjoy the Bird Celtics Magic Johnson Lakers rivalry. Loved it. Sure, leaned. Showtime Lakers. Well, that more fun basketball. L.A. locals and natives, when they meet me, the smart ones, the savvy ones, know I'm. They, they know I'm a massive Clipper fan. Okay, it's one of my defining characteristics. They say, "When did you move to L.A.?" And I say, "1998." And literally, this has happened twice. Two different guys. They said, "Yeah, that's what I thought." And I go, wait, 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 "That's what I thought." I go, they said, "If you lived in L.A. in the '80s." you would like the L word. And I said, GFY. Go fuck yourself. Don't ever say that to me. No, but I mean, I don't know. I never, I didn't yeah. live here in the 80s. And in the 80s, I was, I was four, four years old to 14 right. years old. Yeah. And I was rooting full-throatedly for the Devils, Nets, Giants, Jets, Yankees, Mets. Yeah. So I don't know. I was tuned out to the Bird Magic Showtime rivalry. Tuned out. I didn't start really loving the NBA teams that weren't my nets until michael jordan's bulls and then i was like wow this is excellent and i started watching the nba and falling really in love with the nba in the 90s moved out to la in the 90s fell in love with my sweet sweet clippers when that millennium flipped so would you argue at this point because i think you have the resume for it would you argue you're the number one clippers fan i mean clipper daryl will hold that mantle to casual Clipper fans. Right. To 
a casual sports observer, Billy Crystal is the number right. one Clippers he, fan. Billy Crystal, number one celebrity Clippers yes. fan, right? To the casual Penny Clipper fan, Marshall, she, Yeah, but she was. She liked for, all LA sports. She, 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 liked, to, she, she went, went to L words and Clips and liked both squads. Like really, Frankie Muniz was a Kadeem Hardison. Yeah, they used to be courtside. Money Mayweather. But again, I think Money Mayweather is at kind of every game Got except for he, he likes the NBA. I think he likes the NBA and, and showing everybody, hey, I'm still rich. So I, I, I mean, I'm definitely top five. I'm. Not, I mean, <laughs> Chris Wallace. I mean, you, you have the five. longest running and and. Highest rated. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Clipper podcast Clipper in the history of podcasts. You've been ever. with them through thick and thin since yeah. the, the late nineties. Two thousand. My, my I was a season ticket holder starting in two thousand and two. You attend like more games season. than Billy Crystal. I sure do. He wasn't there tonight. I don't. I haven't seen him all season. You don't attend more games than Clipper Darrell. Clipper Darrell is every night. Clipper Darrell is there every home game, with the exception of maybe like one or two, but. The fans in the know hate Clipper Darrell because he's right. real handsy. Mm. He's re- and so Clipper Darrell during the Metu movement. I was gonna say we need we need the we need the Kings no, rookie power he forward. Wasn't, he wasn't take, famous take enough to be canceled. Right. But in the Metu movement, Clipper Nation gals were like, "Oh, Clipper Darrell's real handsy, like real handsy," and no one has ever. No one has ever accused me of that. At least not during Clippers games. No, no. Most most <laughs> Clipper Nation is like, please put your hands on me. Lay your hands on me. I think that was from Bon Jovi, New Jersey, just like me. Anyway, so, all right, here we go. Friday night, let's make our bold Clipper L-word Battle LA round one calls. First of all, who wins? Who loses? Who's your top scorer? What's the score? What do you got, Joe Prano? Friday Let night. me... I, I, I want I want to make one uh, I want to make one look because you take guys a look, take a look. are we are right underneath them in the standings right now at seven they're six but they but you guys played tonight L word no game tonight L word oh game. I guarantee they're rested guarantee they don't have a game tomorrow on Thursday yeah. guarantee no, it. no game tomorrow of course the NBA wants the L word to uh, win the the NBA desperately wants the L word to win the L word. Has not ever beaten us in a season series going back over ten years. Okay, they they went two and two with us one season with LeBron, but other than that, we have beaten them in the season series every year for ten years. We split it one year. We beat them every other time. Traditionally, we kick their asses over this past decade. I would argue that the Clippers are the best team win-loss-wise of the past 10 years in L.A. sports, maybe the Dodgers have us because they had all, they had that r- run where they won the division series all those years in a row. Yeah. But certainly the best basketball team and probably the best team in the building because the Kings have had some really stinky years. I'm predicting a close game. Oh. I'm predicting a stellar scoring performance from the now-rested Paul George. Mm. I'm predicting a close Clippers victory. Get it. Watch Ooh. out. I love it. The L. Great the, call. The Great L call. word will be without the greatest L of all time, LeBron James. He's out? He's Yeah, I believe he will be out for what? the game. 
What? Yes. Why? Uh, COVID protocols or yeah, They don't apply to LeBron. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. They don't apply to LeBron. Uh, LeBron. They don't apply Adrian to LeBron. Wojnarowski. Wojnarowski. Uh, one, one day Wojnarowski. ago. Wojnarowski. One day ago. LeBron Wojnarowski. James, who the Lakers are listing in health and safety protocols, is expected to miss several games, sources tell the ESPN. Players with positive COVID cases must be out a minimum of 10 days. All right. So Nicholas Batum who obviously may not be as good as LeBron in your wrongful eyes because LeBron is not a French knight, because LeBron was never voted best player in France basketball, because LeBron James did not win a silver medal at the Olympics in Tokyo 2020, somehow playing in 2021. So Nicholas Batum is back. LeBron James is out. Clipper blowout I'm now, I'm now getting Clipper breaking. This blowout is W. LeBron James actually tests positive. And rumor has it, he's not vaccinated because he's a giant jackass. Well, this has fully vaccinated LeBron James. Tests. Yeah, but I'm here to tell you right now. Once not, again, he's unvaccinated. He's long-term COVID. He may never play the game of basketball again. All right, so, okay, okay I, honestly, I'm going to say this publicly. It's going to come back and bite me on the ass. I enjoyed moments of Space Jam 2. There were some really funny moments. I haven't watched it. It took way too long for the Looney Tunes to get there. But as soon as the Looney Tunes are there, my God, that's a fun movie. (laughs) Okay? So I liked Moments of Space Jam 2. I, like, watched it casually. My son watched it. Did he enjoy it? He was 10 years old at the time. You know, we needed to to keep him busy for, like, 90 minutes. now 11. He's now 11. I wouldn't allow an 11-year-old to watch that movie in my household. But as a 10-year-old, I allowed it. And I do have the HBO Max, so and HBO Max has Young Sheldon, so we got to support the HBO Max. So anyway, he did watch it, and I watched it casually. And the beginning was just complete unwatchable, like behind the music VH1, LeBron's completely authorized autobiography fluff piece of nonsense. And then as soon as the Looney Tune showed up, it was a great. I mean, it wasn't a great, but it had great moments. Great moments. It was a fun movie. So I will admit to the fact that I like Space Jam 2. And I will admit to, and I, as an older person, most older people you can't change. I've admitted I was wrong many times on this show. I, th- I was told Iguodala was coming. And then I was told after the fact Iguodala wanted to come to the Clippers, but whoever he was with, Memphis or something, would not cut him, would not take the trade. So, because the Clippers didn't want to offer anything for him. So I was told Iguodala was coming, and I was wrong. And I admitted I was wrong. I was wrong once when I said, why would you pay for Clippers content when you get Clipcast for free, for example? Or Lockdown Clippers, another great Clippers podcast. There's a lot of great Clippers podcasts out there, and you can get them for free. Why would you pay Patreon for any Clippers content? And then I rescinded that statement. I'm like, who the hell do I think I am? If somebody's out there trying to earn a buck... Making Clipper Nation have more content, good for them, and support them. Admitted I was wrong. So I'm going to tell you right now. Is there a Patreon-only Clippers podcast? I I don't know if Clip and Roll, hosted by the great Justin Russo, who I truly adore. He has, like, one of these, like, Billy Bean, just, like, sharp minds. He's a stat guru. You can follow him at flybynight, K-N-I-T-E. We've had him on the show. He was on two Clipcasts ago. I love this guy. And so... I don't know if Clip and Roll is a podcast that you have to pay for, but maybe you have to pay to see the 
get the whole library. I don't know, but whatever. Give Justin Russo your money is what I'm saying. Give him your money. Give him five bucks a month, whatever he's asking for. Give it to him. I was wrong. I admit I was wrong. So I'm here to tell you that I was wrong in, t- in telling you LeBron James is a horrible human being piece of crap who cheats on a dead ball free throw and punches guys in the face and makes them bleed and he's a dirty piece of crap. I'm here to tell you this man was vaccinated, fully vaccinated. I support that. And so I'm proud of you, LeBron James, even though you take HGH, even though they pump you full of like horse steroids or yeah. something, even though you cheat like that, I'm proud of you for getting vaccinated. I'm also proud of you for getting COVID-19, you dumb idiot, <laughs> and missing the game on Friday night. So that means Batum is back. Paul George is back tonight. Obviously, they wanted him absolutely well-rested. And he has, by the way, he had a great 30-point scoring fiasco in a loss, but he has been turning the ball over too much in the past handful of games so I'm glad he got the rest and if a Kings loss begets a L word home excuse me away at crypto.com crypto.com arena W for good guys Clippers then hell it's worth it so I I, I actually like the Clippers at crypto.com arena to blow them out especially now that Lebron is not there I think Anthony Davis is just horrible i hate I, i've seen him beat us when he was with new orleans but that that guy just rubs me all the wrong ways he's the one who really needed those four months off in the bubble yeah and, and i admit like l word was number one and i've said many times the one seed like nine times out of ten one plays two in the conference finals yeah. you know it's not always one versus one in the finals but it is a lot of the time and it's always one two or three in the finals and then you look at that nba bubble and the six seed sneaks in, and the two number two seeds don't make the conference finals. Something's going on in that bubble, Joe Prano. <laughs> Something's going on in that bubble. Anthony Davis liked those four months off because he's a bit of a glass Joe. Russell Westbrook is broken mentally. Physically, he's great, except for he can't shoot, which yeah. you need, a basketball in, player. In the NBA. So I, I just I like, I like Clippers. And also, this is the first time Ty Lue's Clippers have lost three in a row. There's no way they lose four in a row. So not only do we cover the spread or whatever the hell that is, gambling, I don't understand it. Although apparently you did pretty good, Detroit Pistons. I say Clippers, blowout. You say Clippers, close, W. All right, Joe, before I let you go, anything you got to plug right now? Well, bef- uh, should I get my plugs in? And then le- I have one I have one major question I have to ask. Do I, should I get my plugs in and then give you yeah, a Oh, yeah, oh, it's a great tease, great tease. Uh, at Joe on all social media except for... Uh, Twitter, where I'm still at Fix Your Life. And by the way, if you're on Twitter, it's a lot of negativity on Twitter. You yeah. need to fix your life. That's right. A lot and of And follow at Fix Your Life. That's right. A lot of positivity. Uh, I know Chris is no longer on TikTok. I am at Joe Prano <laughs> on all other social media platforms. Oh, JoePrano.com for shows. Uh, got a bunch of shows coming up here. I'll be in Redondo next week. Oh. So you're going to come to it. But uh, if you want to come see some stand up comedy, you can go to JoePrano.com. Um, I asked you if you were the world's greatest Clipper fan. Sure, yes. And I think we've said, (laughs) I think we've determined you're at least top five. I would say top Top three. three. Yeah. Billy Crystal, Clipper Darrell, Chris Wilde. Seems fair. Yes. Adam Devine's not going to the games anymore. Paul Shear is there, but, you know. For people, like, you know, somebody who's not a Clipper fan, right? Like, you wouldn't say, hey, Joe Prano's the world's worst Clipper fan because he roots for the Knicks. But for people who oh, root for the Clippers, okay, 
There's a wide range from you and yeah. Clipper Daryl all the way down to the single worst Clippers fan. Right. Is that Sam Tripoli? <laughs> you hate Tripoli so much. It's great. Tripoli has not been on the show this season. Have you seen Sam Tripoli at a Clippers game since uh, Bomber bought the team? Since they've been a so Tripoli will go to. He, I don't think he's been to a game this season. He certainly hasn't texted me, sure. and he always texts. Whenever he's in the building, he texts me. And he actually did just text me today. Does he know that they appeared in their first Western Conference Finals last year? Does he know? He texted me today about a potential three-team John Wall trade. Wow. To get John Wall to the Clippers. Okay, so he's still involved in... And and he's still texting me about the Clippers. And whenever he texts me, I know it's about the Clippers. So I don't think he's the worst Clipper fan ever. Uh, I don't think that was your question, but... No, that was. Okay. I don't think Tripoli is the worst Clipper fan because... He's not in the top 5,000. I mean, there's 20,000 people in the game. And there's so many comedians that love the Clippers that, that, you know, I mean, look. Is he the worst semi-famous Clipper fan? He's always not famous at all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look, what you don't know, dear listener, or maybe you do, Joe Prano has a, well... Documented beef with Sam Tripoli. I tried to get you guys on the same. I, I love. Actually, I love. I love Sam, but it's been too long since I threw a some grenade, shade. I threw a grenade into his campsite. Oh yeah. So, so here, I, I haven't heard from Sam in. Oh, so well, long he time. hasn't been on this season, and yeah. anytime we go on a big road trip, which we haven't done yet, we do a trip cast and we talk about the road trip. So until Tripoli is on here to defend his honor, I am officially declaring Sam Tripoli as the worst Clippers fan ever. Holler at him. At on Twitter at Sam Tripoli. I'm guessing. Who knows? He's such a jerk. The the Clippers <laughs> fandom is a spectrum, and it goes from Clipper Daryl and Chris Wilde all, all the, the way, way down, down to Sam Tripoli. To Sam Tripoli and a dead Penny Marshall. Does he does he do does he podcast still? Sam Tripoli. I, I think he pod. Yeah, I think he's got one about uh, sports. Sports punch still. Drunk still. I think punch drunk still a thing. It might be behind a paywall. I believe he does one about conspiracy theories. It's uh, definitely behind a paywall. I think he does one about cryptocurrency. Um, oh. I think he does one about stadiums named after cryptocurrencies. <laughs> no, you're just making things I up. Think he's, I think he's got 12 <laughs> or 13 podcasts. All right, you heard it here first. Clippers, W, round one, battle Los Angeles Friday night, and Sam Tripoli is officially the worst <laughs> Clipper fan of all time. Start that beef. Joe Prano, sound the horn. Ah!